Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jedekin. What are we doing today? It's our. Well, are we doing a mini soda right yeah, now? Yeah, it's a mini. Okay. Yeah, I don't mini. know what day it is. It's uh, all blurring together. It's the holidays. Yeah. It's kind of that way all month, I think. I think so. Um, yep. Are so you, are it's you, a Minnesota. I have stories. Okay, cool. Are you working and, uh, off your phone? I'm doing both. Okay, cool. I got it all going on. <laughs> I'm trying Did my Desi- phone because sometimes when I open up these fucking stories, my fan starts going off because they have a million fucking pop-up ads and like weird stuff. Like yeah. when you're on these weird websites, it's like... <laughs> computers like fighting viruses or something like now it's perfectly fine if i opened up one of these dipshit stories it would be like Hur! it's like insane i don't know what's going on. so i'm trying them on my phone okay. and then i thought that I, I accidentally deleted them all i was about to literally lose my fucking mind so anyway this is kind of a follow-up to something we talked about last week and that is the fact that Papa John's wife filed for divorce. <laughs> did you see that? I story? did. I did. Can you even imagine how great it would feel to file from for divorce from him? <laughs> like she must have been. I hope she took every cent from him that he had left. Well, they've been together for thirty two years. Oh, so, so she helped build. Papa so John's. she helped build Papa John. So she's probably uh, gonna get a lot. And like she even has like. Her name is Annette Cox, and she goes by her maiden name now. So you know this shit has been like right. for a while. She's been waiting for this shit to go. So I mean, she's pretty much going to get half of everything that he has, and he's worth um, five hundred million dollars. Holy shit! I know. Uh, so I thought that was like just a nice little like he's having the worst week ever. Good. Uh, <laughs> Fuck him. The pizza. The pizza isn't the only problem. She's also he's 57. She's 59. So she's like a, little, a few years older. I thought that was kind of interesting because he definitely seemed like he'd have some like. I'm sure I mean, he had plenty of young I'm idiots sure on the side. He's cheating probably a lot. So he in the past has called her the finest human being he's ever met. Um, one interesting thing. They have like an 11 million dollar house, by the way, in Louisville. And then like a condo, $23 million condo in Deer Valley, Utah, which is like a ski place, I guess. The other interesting thing that I read in this news story, um, I can't find it right this second because there's too many fucking ads, but it's like that he started this pizza business in like a cabinet or like a closet. A cabinet? A (laughs) A closet, like within his father's tavern. His dad like owned a restaurant and he took this like little closet area and started making pizzas Making shitty pizza in the cabinet? That's where he started making shitty pizza, Rachel. Isn't that quaint? Well, it certainly does taste like (laughs) closet pizza. So yeah, I mean, that's just a little update on last week's story. Now, there were a few uh, sex sex pest or sex criminal uh, stories happening this week in the celebrity world. One of them is a story that someone shared with us in our Facebook group about um, Danny Masterson, who's kind of long time been like 
accused of like rape and other sex crimes and has never been prosecuted or anything. And a lot of people believe it's because Scientology is right. kind of like working the roughs for him, yep. basically. So um, his victims or his alleged victims, I guess, they have decided to kind of file a civil lawsuit against him. And they served papers um, filing this lawsuit to his wife, Bijou Phillips. Now, they have a house in like, um, I think it's Santa Inez, which is kind of north of Santa Barbara. Yeah. Like this little quaint wine country. Yeah. Is that where Sideways was from? Anyways, it's that weird little area. It's very like low key, nothing much going on. But it's pretty. It's really pretty. So yeah, they basically served, um, they're alleging that he violently raped them uh, and they dropped the papers off at his house to his wife. She was there collecting she, the papers. She got basically. the papers. She got served. Like, it's wow. like that classic moment, right? You're, are you Bijou Phillips? <laughs> You're served. Right, that classic moment like, where, where we all serve Bijou Phillips with papers. Yes, that everyone's, everyone's That's happened to everyone before. But those, I'm just, I mean more like the served, because you always see it in movies and TV. Right. But it's like. I've never been served. I've never been served. But uh, I I've guess. been metaphorically served oh, before. Yeah. I've been well, spiritually definitely. served. Well, we were talking about 600 pound life and that's, that we got Dude. served a lot. <laughs> Every time I watch my 600 pound life, there's like way too many things I relate to. So basically these women are not getting justice through the legal system. So they're just taking it into their own hands. Uh, I say good for them. But the interesting aspect to me is this fucking church of Scientology. Like what the fuck? Like, I mean, they basically get away with a lot of stuff and they're very protective of their uh, celebrity members. One interesting thing in this article was that, um, they had tried to serve him at the Church of Scientology. And, oh, they would not let that oh, happen. Oh, yeah, and they didn't let That's that happen, That's not going to happen there. Yeah. So I think that sometimes he's even, like, like kind of holed up there. Really? At, like, the, the sort of the one in on Hollywood Boulevard. The Celebrity Center. Uh-huh, the headquarters. And, um, yeah, so they couldn't, they weren't able to serve him there, and that's why they had to go up to his house in uh, Santa Inez. So, yeah, there's not much information there, but certainly it's an interesting story. As you all know, Bijou Phillips is the daughter of John Phillips of Mamas and Papas, who will definitely be getting his own episode one day. Don't worry, everybody. It's happening. <laughs> it's definitely it happening. to happen. We just haven't gotten around to it because there's, like, a lot of stories. <laughs> now, I'm not going to get too much into this other story, but I just feel like we have to do a little donking. Um, Harvey Weinstein made an appearance this week, showed up in court looking like a feeble old fucking man, like Bill Cosby 2.0 when he showed up blind to court all of a sudden. Right. (laughs) It was like the end of, it was like the end of Usual Suspects where he's walking away and he loses his limp. (laughs) Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he shows up in court and with a walker with tennis balls on it, like literally the oldest, feeblest thing you can possibly do he's a piece of shit no one fucking cares go die in your back surgery <laughs> like truly awful person yeah like, just the worst and then he did reach some kind of settlement with some of his victims did you hear about that 25 million dollar deal no i don't even know like i fucking hate him he's gross i'm so sick of reading about him and i want him to like disappear and i want his victims to get a ton of fucking money same that's sort of that's my opinion on the matter. Now, this one's also a little bit of a follow-up to one of the stories you covered last week, and that is that Peloton bike ad. They lost a lot of fucking money from that ad. No, really? Yes. Their stock dropped 1.5... Wait, what the fuck? 
BN. What is this a British? B- B- <laughs> BM? Billion. Billion. It's not. Was it billions? I don't know. We're such okay. idiots. Maybe it is. Yeah, it is. It's got a. It's got Gotta a dollar be- sign. So it's we yeah, have $1.5 billion they lost after that ad was released. Wow. Um, so that was like a huge backlash for that dystopian Black Mirror ad, like <laughs> whatever it was, um, that creepy fucking ad. There's been a lot of discourse about that even since last week. There was like a Ryan Reynolds uh, sort of took that actress. Did you see that? That I posted. Someone posted about that on our Facebook page, and it really was like brilliant advertising. So he on his has part. like a gin company, I guess, Aviation Gin, that he's either a partner in or owns. And he pretty much immediately came out after the backlash happened. He dropped this ad, I guess, on social media at least, starring the actress who was in the Peloton bike ad, um, and it was kind of like as if. It was like implied in the ad that this was like the day after in the universe of the Peloton ad. Like right. this is like what she's happened. at the bar with her girlfriends. Like this is like what happens after. Yeah, and she's drinking. She's it's like, funny. Yeah, it's it's cute. Uh, so yeah, but they did lose a ton of money from that, which is wild. That's to pretty me. wild. Over <laughs> well, because commercial- you'd think that the people who want it don't fucking care. Yeah, I don't know how stocks work. I mean, to be I, honest, honestly, I have no idea what that actually means. I'm sure they don't like it, <laughs> but does it really mean the company is any less valuable, or was it overinflated? I have no idea. Yeah, stocks is like it might as well be black magic to me. I have no idea how stocks. In fact, work. I think it is. I don't think anyone knows how it works. I hope not. Don't at me how it works because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, don't want to hear about I it. I literally don't need anyone at replying me how stocks work. So that's kind of a little follow up. Now, um, another sort of uh, case that you talked to me about and someone, I guess, had posted it in our Facebook group as well, and that is Carolyn Warmus, who was known as the Fatal Attraction Killer, was released from prison in New York. Now, this is kind of a crazy story, and it's possible we'll cover it at some point, so I'm I'm not going to get into it. I'm definitely going to cover this. You know what? We can do what we want. It's our show. Well, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a movie versus reality about her. Okay, was there a movie? Well, I'm gonna say it was Fatal Attraction. Oh, okay, even though the crime happened after Fatal Attraction, you guys, she's gonna say it. <laughs> I'm gonna do this case okay. because it's very interesting to it's me. It's a really interesting case. So this is a woman who was a school teacher. She killed her lover's wife. She shot her, um, and then it was dubbed the Fatal Attraction case or the fatal attraction murder, um, basically because it had some similarities, like the crazy, uh, you know, lover side piece piece going after, obviously has a very different ending than what happens in the movie. In the movie, the wife doesn't get killed. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen it in a really long time. The wife does does not get killed. The woman dies. Alex dies, right? I think we have to issue a spoiler. Oh, look. It's a really old movie. If you haven't seen it, just pause this podcast and watch Fatal Attraction. Well, the truth is I really don't remember what happened. I literally have not seen it in probably like 20 years. I have no idea. Um, So anyways, let's go back to this case, which is not like the movie. So that's not a spoiler. She is now 55 years old. She was sentenced to 25 years to life in prison in 1992 for the murder of Betty Jean Solomon. And that was the wife of her uh, lover. Um, and this all happened in Greenberg, New York, um, back in 1989. So she's always maintained that she was innocent. Come on. She has the haircut of a guilty woman. 
<laughs> did you see this haircut when I she was did. convicted? I mean, look, Desi, th- I don't want to get too much into it because I was planning on doing this. Well, case that's all soon. I have. No, that's it. I'm just saying the haircut was part of why I'm intrigued okay. to do this case. Because look, that haircut. I'm not, we'll get into it more in the no, episode. I'm just saying <laughs> the haircut is particularly disturbing to me. And that is why I'm intrigued by this case. Yeah. She's, because I'd like to. This is the. this. There's something going on there. That's not. That's a guilty haircut, that in my opinion. That is a very guilty haircut. Uh, so, yeah. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And this is something that might be its own case one day as well, but I'm going to get into it a little bit right now. And that is the former skateboard uh, star that was accused of raping raping and murdering his girlfriend was also found suitable for parole, which I think it hasn't been officially uh, announced yet. And that's the guy, um, Mark Gator Rogowski. He's a, like a, he was like a big time uh, skateboarder back in the late eighties, nineties, which means like I could have possibly had a crush on him. <laughs> I don't remember, but I was really, well, I don't have a picture of him then, but that's him now. I mean, he's old now. Right. Uh, so Yeah. Um, I think he probably looked, I, I have seen pictures of him. Anyways, this was a, an attack that happened in 1991. He really brutally murdered this 22 year old model who, who, who he was dating. Her name is Jessica Bergstein. He basically beat her with a, um, some kind of metal rod or something. And he also reaped, ra- sorry, raped her, um, and stuffed her into a surfboard bag, like, where she suffocated. Like it's a pretty oh horrible God. crime. Uh, and he was a big time fucking skateboard star. He was, um, he toured all over the country. He was like on MTV all the time. Like he oh, was we're definitely really, going to have to do Oh, he, we're doing his story at some point. And I think people have even asked for it, but, um, so yeah, it, it he was kind of like very famous and probably would have been like a Tony Hawk level if this didn't happen. And he's like, obviously a sick person. So that's like what level he was at. He's 53 years old now. Um, He basically admitted to the killing. Like there's no question that he did this. Uh, He has been denied parole in the past. And on Tuesday this week, the parole board recommended that uh, he is okay to kind of be released on parole. And that's kind of the first step in this whole process. The next step, um, I think there's like a 120-day period where they'll review his case. And then um, Governor Gavin Newsom, he has 30 days to review if he wants to revoke revoke this like uh, um, approval or not like so basically it's up to him and as we all know like I can't remember if it was a few months ago he didn't let Leslie Van Houten out she was also approved for parole right and he denied it so it's not uh over yet but that's the first time he's even gotten through the first step so they'll review the case we'll keep you posted on it and we'll probably do this uh, case at some times at some time because I have read and heard about it on another podcast and it is a really wild, interesting story and very sad. So, yep, that's that. 
Now, um, I will add this to the list of weird stories that people send me and Rachel. It's one of those stories, and you know what it is, Rachel. I know exactly what it is. It's the fucking penis fish. (laughs) (laughs) How many people sent you this story today? Like at least eight people. And it was also in the Facebook group and then obviously all over Twitter. And it's especially like uh, valid for us to talk about because it did happen on Point Reyes Beach. Oh. Yeah. So in like a very beautiful area. That's where I went... Uh, topless sunbathing when I was way too young to do that, but I thought I was just being adult. <laughs> and that's where Cowgirl Creamery is, the uh, yes, station. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, Rachel, I clicked on a story because I was like, I have to talk about penis fish a little bit. The the world demands <laughs> that we hit on this topic. I opened up a fucking story, and they have a picture in Point Reyes beach of an otter eating one of these fish and it's the most vulgar <laughs> picture i have ever seen dude this otter is deep throating one of these fish that look exactly like a fucking penis he's going for he it. he is literally a star <laughs> wow. so i mean yeah so this is it's called a fat innkeeper worm like who even named this fish it like what I've a never weird even name. heard of these fish before. Yeah. Are these in? Are these specific to Point Reyes? Um, I'm not really sure, but this was at Drake's Beach in Point Reyes. Um, they're called the fat innkeeper worm, and they're commonly known as the penis fish. So <laughs> wait a minute. So why is this a story if we know because these exist? all of a sudden a hundred of them washed up on the shore at, at Point Reyes Beach. Whoa. So the beach was covered in fucking dicks. It's raining dicks. <laughs> It literally, it's like, yeah. I mean, there's a million jokes on Twitter if you're interested. I'm sure one of them is like, women are finally fed up. (laughs) I don't know. I'm guessing someone did something along those lines. Wow. Um, I think I did see one tweet. Oh, yeah. Here's the fucking fish. It's hundreds and thousands. Look at all the penis. (gasps) Rachel, it's fucking disgusting. It's a dick parade. There's so many dicks. That is more dicks than I've ever seen. Oh, I should have tweeted something like me when I opened my inbox. I might do it. Maybe I'm going to do it later. Uh, so yeah, you're right, guys. I like dicks, and you showed me the dicks. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you knew I'd love it, and I fucking love it. And I especially love that otter deep throating that fucking penis. That's fish. A, I think it's a cute photo too. It's a it's a cute otter. Wait, are otters the ones who are rapists? No, that's dolphins. No. Otters I think are otters too? are rapists too, Rachel. Because <gasps> no. I do remember um, they got canceled on Twitter. Someone was like, hey, guys, you think otters are cute, but they're actually rapists? And I was like, wait, I'm too online. Like, I was like, I need to log off right now because I'm not going to read a 30 thread. I like, here's a good, here's a good Google I'm doing right now. Otter, otter, okay, speak into the mic, though. Otter rapist. Oh, yeah. They're also necrophiliacs. What? And um, yeah. Don't do this right now. Okay. Don't, I'm not going to do it. Not here. Not now. <laughs> not ever. I like that they called, they said that otters are beasts bestiality inclined it's like they're a beast (laughs) what does that even mean right okay we'll do the in-depth maybe for a bonus episode on patreon (laughs) we'll do you know what we'll do we'll do the top 10 uh canceled animals okay yeah that's why we're canceling this animal (laughs) good idea great idea in fact actually Uh, (laughs) sharks are assholes newsflash um okay now this is a story I think that was posted in our Facebook group as well, uh, and it's not that much information, but a woman in Dallas was mad at her husband for um, abusing their cat, and she shot him and killed him. 
<laughs> good. I, it's like a feel good story. Like the cat is fine. Is the cat okay? Yeah, the cat's okay. He had a history of being mean to this cat. Uh, um, at some point, the cat actually like left the home <gasps> because it like ran away. And then the wife was furious, and she like went searching all over for the cat. The cat um, finally returned, and I think the husband got pissed when it returned and went after the cat again. And the wife was like fed up. And she fucking shot her husband and he died. I don't have a picture of a cat, uh, of the cat. Of course, I was like looking for that. Um, But yeah, I feel bad for this woman and I feel like she's a fucking hero. And this guy needs to fucking step off. Like you don't hit a cat. Did he die? Yeah, he's dead. Good. So he can't step off. But he stepped off, I guess, in the best possible way. You know what? There's some guy quoted. I don't feel sad for this man. I don't I'm either. Because if you're beating a cat, you're not a good person. No. And you're beating other people. And probably she was probably abused too, even though she's not saying it yet because it just happened. But some guy in the thing was like, you can't get shot over a cat. It's crazy. A man lost his life over a cat. It's like he made the decision. He didn't have to be mean to the cat. That's his fucking choice. Yeah, that's his choice. And obviously this guy's a bad guy. So I yeah, don't feel bad for him. Yeah, if you abuse animals, you're mm. a bad person. It's the first sign. Okay, so now I have a few uh, silly, weird stories. Now, this story is really has some, some fucking primo neighbor um, quotes. So that's why I'm going to uh, tell you about it. Is this it. from Next Door? No. <laughs> Did you see that post I had <laughs> yeah. in Next Door, though? I think the best Next Door where someone was like, please, like, it's like alert. It was like the top story in the email that it said, Fats is missing again. <laughs> So of course I was like, I like literally never click on these emails. And this one I was like, oh, well, what, this can only, this can only lead because who's fats if it's a person or an animal? I'm fucking interested. Like, no matter what. And of course it was a huge obese cat. That was missing. That was missing. It's like a feral cat that they feed. So it's not even their cat, but he's always there. So when he didn't show up, they were nervous. Yeah, he's at another and family's house. Exactly. They had pictures of him. He is fucking fat. So I was like, that's not a feral cat. Like, he's not feral. He's going to, like, 20 houses in the neighborhood, <laughs> getting food from all of them, doing his little sob story. <laughs> you know it's true, right? Yes. Like, he's totally doing that. And these people were so conned. I loved it. Okay. I, so I should what, up that. what is So this story? woman, um, she got in trouble for a naughty Christmas light display oh. on her house that looks like a penis. Now... <laughs> Did she do it intentionally? That's what I can't quite figure out. Now, someone in the neighborhood, like the, the news crew were like, what do you think that looks like? So I think she is saying it's not a penis. It's a sleigh, I think is what she was saying. <laughs> <laughs> and so her neighbor's like, well, it looks like a penis, a giant lit up penis. Let me see it. Okay. I had to like find it because it's not in the news story. Oh, it's in the news story, but they blur it out. Well, come on. It's so, it's so lame. So I found it. and <laughs> I, had, I had to like, I had to do like some stealth fucking like sleuthing to find it literally every news place blurred it out rachel <laughs> so here's here's <laughs> it almost looks like a gun first of all <laughs> first of all that is not a sleigh wait a minute okay i could kind of okay is that like the reindeer and then that's the sleigh i have no idea like the head of the penis is like one reindeer it doesn't necessarily look like a penis like when i saw it i was like that looks like a gun yeah like to me but it does <laughs> Sorry. It's, look, it's really stupid here it's definitely more dick than sleigh i will say absolutely. that absolutely so um this is uh so the neighbors are like up 
in an uproar about this penis on the roof because it's like on the roof and it's quite large. Um, I think this is uh, Kansas. So Kansas is not known for its like uh, (laughs) loose moral. (laughs) It's pretty conservative state. So the neighbor says, well, it's certainly a statement. I don't know to what, but probably not appropriate for the neighborhood. Now, all the neighbors are questioning what this could be. Some of them thought initially it was a guitar. Another neighbor <laughs> another neighbor suggested that maybe it was a funky sleigh. Funky a funky sleigh. sleigh. A funky sleigh. I don't know what that means. The neighborhood is kind of like the vibe's gone down because everyone's kind of uptight. So it's more of a kind of orneriness. <laughs> These neighbors. We asked a 24-year-old what he thought it was. A giant glowing dick. (laughs) (laughs) So some of the neighbors got a kick out of initially. I will say it is a very boomer thing to get mad about your neighbor's Christmas decorations. Oh, God. It has to happen every year, It is the most boomer fucking thing. So another neighbor thought it was amusing. She said, if I had seen it with... You know, when I was just driving, I probably would have crashed my car laughing. People think it's hilarious. People are either stopping in the middle of the night, taking photos and laughing. They think it's so much fun. I think there's a lot more laughter than it's bringing out than anything uncomfortable. But other neighbors neighbors were turned off by the image. It's a joke that wears out pretty quick, said one of the neighbors. Yeah. And I don't think it's appropriate for little kids, another neighbor said. Well, they're not going to know what it is. Exactly. And if they do, they'll have a good laugh. It's not like you should know what it is. I mean, well, at that point, I'm just right? saying, if you're a kid and you know what it is, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going, the kid's going to laugh. And what's better than a child's laughter? Nothing. Right. Exactly. Unless especially, especially at the holidays. Especially at the holidays. So the neighbors are basically. They don't think it's in the Christmas spirit. These like these guys are Grinches, and they want it to come down. Basically, um, I think that. Oh, I think that they actually did take it down. It only lasted four days, apparently. So yeah, it did get taken down eventually. I guess there was just too much. Oh, well, that's not the Christmas spirit. I have two more stories. One is so stupid, I had to tell it because I couldn't believe it when I was reading it. It's so dumb. So I'll just get that one out of the way, and I'll end on the one that's kind of creepy now. Okay. I- okay. <laughs> I, I, the story I'm hoping you're going to tell is either one of these two. Really? Because I have a story. Okay, just go. Do you have a story to tell? Well, it might be one you're going to tell. Okay, so this is the headline that got my attention. Man whose deadly farts can kill mosquitoes (laughs) hired to create mosquito repellent made from his (laughs) intestinal gas. Whoa! Wait, his farts are deadly. His farts are literally SBD. where I saw this Dude, like do I think I saw it and I was like is this real and then I like researched it a bit that's my research how, I have a question related semi-related okay. how come when you're a kid and someone would fart you would go safety do you remember <laughs> do you remember that you, like, I have a vague memory of that but I don't know what the hell that meant was it like so you didn't smell it I guess I don't know. It Someone, sounds like some dipshitty thing. Like, you have to do this or you're yeah, going to no, smell it. You had to, like, touch your thumb to your nose and go, like, safety. Yeah, I think it's so you don't smell it, even though that obviously would not work. Okay, so okay. tell me about this guy. So this farts. guy's a 48-year-old man. His name is Joe Ramarama. Uh, he's in Uganda. Um, and he says that um, some people have launched uh, a study into the chemical, chemical properties of his and this is from the newspaper. They're being funny. Trouser toxin. <laughs> you know when the newspapers get funny, right? He's like a he's kind of like a handyman. I think he doesn't have like um, 
he's just an odd job kind of guy. And, and, and how did he notice that his right. farts were killing people? Wait, he, killing people? or just, No, it's killing mosquitoes, oh, okay. not people. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> so the people, the locals know him. He's known all over the city as the man who can kill mosquitoes with his farts. <laughs> Honestly, as I'm reading this, I'm like, is this real? I'm still going to tell it. <laughs> Come on, Debbie. This sounds like a fake link that someone posted. I swear to God, it's, a, what, what is it's the, on the sun. Okay, what is, is the sun the, real? Wait, Desi, let me see this. What is this news outlet? It's, it's the, the sun. sun. Okay, that's the real. The sun's real, right? Yeah. But they're, I mean, they're the, shitty, but real, rag. Right? It's a rag, but this has to be remotely true. <laughs> Come on, just have fun with it. He's respected of people around him and will only fart when there are mosquitoes around <laughs> him. Which bring malaria. His fart gets rid of the disease. Sorry. The more I read, I'm like, this can't be true. The chief, the chief of a neighboring tribe said, I heard about Joe's gift, and I took him in to help mop out the mosquitoes infesting our surroundings. Did they just feed him a bunch of beans first? Oh, here's what Joe says, Rachel. I eat ordinary food just like everyone else, but no insect can lay a foot on me, not even a fly. Sorry. Wow. So I don't know if this is true, but apparently people want to capture what's in his farts and make like a, a repellent out of it. How would that even be possible? You get the chemical compound. I guess so. But maybe there's some magic there. Yeah. No one knows. Okay. So uh, whatever. I'm sure that that, that there's that's, maybe we're just having fun there. We don't know. <laughs> I had to tell it though because it was like, what? Um, okay. This one's really creepy. So I'm going to end on a creeper. Now, this is the story of a man hacking into a ring camera in an eight-year-old girl's bedroom. Yes, this is the one. This is so scary. Okay, I'm just going to kind of read it because it's short. A Tennessee family... where's the... Cite the source. Who's it from? um, NBC News is the source. A Tennessee family said someone hacked a ring security camera set up in their child's bedroom and taunted their eight-year-old daughter. The May family of Memphis said they installed the device to keep an eye on their daughter. So this is one of those cameras you put up in your kid's room, right? A few days later, the family said a stranger had gained access to the device and was talking to the little girl. In a video from the King Ring device, the child standing in her room asked, who is that? A man responds to her, that it's her best friend. I'm sorry. I'm Santa Claus. Don't you want to be my best friend? He says. The terrified girl screams for her mother. The hacker also played music for the girl and instructed her to mess up her room and break her television. Whoa. You can do whatever you want, he said. I don't know who you are, the girl responded. Ashley LeMay, the girl's mother, said the hacker could have watched her daughter changing or sleeping. They could have seen all kinds of things, she said. Ring told NBC News in a statement that they were investigating the issue and are taking appropriate steps to protect our devices. Uh, Based on an investigation, we're able to confirm the incident in no way related to a breach or compromise compromise of our security. The terrifying ordeal the LeMay family experienced isn't the first time there have been reports of security camera devices being hacked. Uh, And then they go on to talk about it happening to a Florida family um, where the device was spewing racial slurs at their (gasps) 15-year-old son. Uh, So yeah, uh, that family obviously was freaked out. The mom said, I was scared. I was so scared. I didn't know what it was, how long he'd been watching us. And I'm still scared now because I don't have any answers. Um, Another family in Illinois in January said a stranger hacked into their home security camera and their thermostat. 
Um, this man, his name is Arjun Sud, told NBC Chicago that after he put his seven-month-old son to bed, he heard someone talking to the infant. <gasps> the hacker also turned up the heat in the room to 90 degrees. That's fucked up. Uh, yeah. The moment I realized what was happening, panic and confusion set in. My blood truthfully ran cold. We don't know how long someone was in our account watching us, and we don't know how many private conversations they overheard. Uh, so that's pretty fucking creepy. Here's my problem <clears throat> with these hackers is they never hack anything useful. It's like, why don't you erase everyone's uh, credit card debt? Seriously. Do something that will be good. It's probably because it's easier with these kind of things, right? Like it would probably be way harder to... like. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, hacking? at least do something. Like, do something that's like a positive. Oh, I agree. It's all like just like trolling. Like, why can't you do something that would be like... No, they're just like you know boring I mean? trolls. Yeah. It's like work on it a little bit longer. Get better at it. Do something that people will like you for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they don't. Do something noble for once. No, it's crazy. Don't just be a weird troll. So, okay. So those are the end of my stories. <clears throat> now, we do, should we do listener questions? Do first? we have listener questions? Uh, we have a few that you didn't use last week. Sure. Okay. So let's see these listener questions here. Let's take a look. This one is from Bleta. We know Bleta. Yeah. Is it Bleta or Bleta? Bleta. Bleta. Okay. Uh, she says, her questions are, would you guys ever do an episode on Harvey Weinstein or Brian Singer? Probably. Sure. I mean, I don't have an opinion. I had almost done one on Brian Singer actually before all the shit went down with him. I just couldn't get it together because it was too much shit. But there is a documentary on it. I'll I'll get it for you next week. I can't remember what it's called. It's like one of those documentaries that's like on YouTube. I've <laughs> seen it. It's yeah. so scary. <clears throat> so, and then she uh, says, what are your thoughts on Gypsy Rose Blanchard? We've talked about that before. Yeah. I mean, I think... Uh, we feel bad for her. We feel bad for Gypsy. I and mean, I hope she... I think she shouldn't be in prison. I think she should be getting help. And I hope she... When she does get out, that she has a wonderful, full life, full yeah. of joy, and is a happy woman. By the way, I went to the cheese store that I go to like five times a week now uh, the other day, and there's a new person who works there, and I almost said to her, you look like Gypsy Rose Blanchard. <gasps> she looks exactly looked like, like her. I saw someone who looked like Gypsy recently, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost, I was like almost saying, and then I realized who it was. I was like, am I even allowed to say someone looks like her? Is that bad? <laughs> like, Dude, it was crazy. I legitimately saw someone recently who I thought looked like Gypsy. It was too. weird. That's, and I guess she kind of has like a look that I've seen around, you know, kind of a small... But I almost also yeah. said like, oh, you look like Gypsy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, she also wants to know your laka recipe or if you have a laka recipe. Uh, I don't have like exact measurements on me right now, but basically latkes have to have a few different things. <clears throat> Lakas have grated onions, they have shredded potatoes, use russet potatoes, salt, pepper, an egg, and like a little bit of matzo meal. Yeah. Uh, which it's that's they're really simple to make. But you gotta right. have you you gotta have the onion in there. The onion and the egg in the mixture, like it does right. I mean the egg like binds it together. But it's like and you gotta like wring out the potatoes when you shred the right. potatoes. You gotta get the water out. It's a very labor intensive process to make lots <clears throat> It's not a lot of ingredients but there are techniques the other thing that i would say is like in the past never use a nonstick skillet <laughs> the oil takes forever to heat up like you have to use like i think a cast iron or something a cast iron skillet makes a great latka 
I would just suggest, um, like, I mean, I've used a Mar- I've used a Martha Stewart recipe before. All latke, like a traditional latke recipe, there really isn't like a variation that much variation that would make a difference of like my mom's recipe, my grandma's recipe, and like Ina Garten's recipe or Martha. St- you know what I mean? But you just have to have it has to be has to have grated uh, grated onion. It has to be the shredded russet potatoes. Has to be the egg and the matzo meal to bind it together. And um, and the salt and pepper and yeah. and like and then you fry it in oil. So I would use. I mean, like I've used Martha Stewart's recipe before, and it's fucking delicious. Right. Just don't use one that has tons of flour. Basically. Don't put flour. Yeah. Don't make them cakey or bready. Yeah. It should be like it's just potatoes and enough matzo meal and just egg to a bind little it. bit yeah. of matzo meal just to bind it, and that's it. Uh, okay. And then this is from Desiree. She has a question. What do you girls do for a job? Is the podcast your main gig? This is my main gig right now. Uh, yeah, I would say it's mostly my main thing. I do writing on the side as well. Yeah, but we, that's pretty much. We do like uh, writing jobs if we get them, but this is like pretty much our full time job. Uh, okay, so now recommendations. Uh, I have a few things. Do you have anything? I have nothing this okay. week. Um, first of all, I'm going to talk about a few things that. We probably have mentioned before, but I'm going to re-mention them because Dirty John is on Netflix now. So if you haven't seen it... Is it good? It's good in like a very bad way. Like it's campy. It's fucking ridiculous. It's set in the OC. It has Connie Britton in it. Oh my God. (laughs) It's trash. But I I think if you like trashy soap opera-y, it's a ridiculous story. You probably have all heard the podcast. So it's like the TV version and it's like very... It's... It's funny. Like, yeah. So I started watching it again one night when I was falling asleep because I was like, oh, it's on Netflix. So if you've been waiting to see it, it's on Netflix now. You can binge watch it. It's definitely binge worthy. You'll get through the eight episodes in like one sitting probably if you're lazy like us. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I think Rachel recommended this podcast a while ago. It's called The Dream. It's about major um, MLMs yeah. and like old school pyramid schemes. It goes into the history of all of that stuff and it's really good. They have a second season that just came out. What's it about? It's about the wellness community. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's really good. I think there's only one episode up and she's really great. She, yeah. uh, I think she came from This American Life. So everything is very researched. She does a lot of interviews and like it's really good. Yeah. So if you haven't heard the MLM one, listen to that and then get into the wellness community um, one. I'm I'm making sure I'm still subscribed to it right now. But yeah, I love the dream. Uh, So there are two documentaries I saw on Netflix. I haven't watched them yet, but I probably will. And I just wanted to put it out there because people are always asking us. Yeah. There's um, this Bikram Yoga doc about the guy well, I, for, I listened to a podcast of him, but there's a documentary now on Netflix about him. And yeah. He's like a creep. So if you're into that kind of thing. And then I also saw this new one, the Confession Killer Henry Lee Lucas documentary Ooh. is on Netflix. It just loaded Ooh. up the other day. And it's real interviews with him. Oh, my God. So it looks really creepy. I haven't watched it yet. Um, the other thing I watched this week was Marriage Story. Did you watch it? No. It's definitely like. I, look, I I don't want to watch it. I'm afraid to watch it because it looks really sad, and I don't want to be sad right now. It's not that sad. Like you will cry at the end a little bit. I'm not interested right now. Like I, I'm, I'm not in a headspace emotionally where I can watch a movie. Anyway, emotionally, it's not me. like a ten of, as far as a movie goes. It's definitely good, and Adam Driver is clearly like fucking hot in a weird way. 
Um, there's a great um, Sondheim moment. What? <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. Not Stephen Sondheim in it, but like a Sondheim song. Like he sings Being Live. Oh my God. Adam Driver does? Yeah. If you don't want to watch the movie, just find that scene because it's really good. I watched it literally like 30 times. That's just hot. the scene because it was like literally all of my interest in one like moment. That's really hot. Um, the other thing... And this is uh, something that came out on HBO this week. So if you hadn't seen it in the theaters, you can watch it there. I watched Us, the movie, the horror oh. movie. I hadn't seen it. Oh, yeah. You talked about Us, the voice, uh, Lapita Nyong'o's voice. Oh, when did I talk about that? We talk- on the main episode? We talked about on the main episode. Oh, right. When I was talking about the metal singing. Yeah. By the way, everyone has been so kind about uh, the last main episode on Dimebag Daryl. I'm glad everyone liked it. Yeah. It so it's episode. always kind of hard when you're off a little bit off of like the typical. You're like, oh, is everyone going to hate me <laughs> to do a metal episode? But yeah, I'm glad everyone liked it. So, um, oh, yeah. I don't have any recommendations, but I definitely want to see Honey Boy, the Shia LaBeouf, oh. Shia LaBeouf's new movie. I'm a huge Shia LaBeouf stan. Please, yeah. Please don't at me. I love him. I support him. I think he's a great actor. I can't wait to see his movie. I don't dislike him. He's great. Uh, so I wanted to send out some thank yous to some people who sent us things this week. So um, Louise, uh, she's like a, a longtime listener yeah, in our Facebook is. group. She wrote a book on Mary Mary Nolan, and it's called Mary Nolan, Silent Movie Star, Zigfield Girl. So you can find that on Amazon. It's actually even on Kindle if yeah. you want to like download it. So check out her book. It's a. It looks good. I haven't. I haven't read it yet. We just got it last week. Um, also, Jolene sent us like these super cute handmade gifts. These notebooks, and she made like so these little sweet. covers that we can like reuse on different notebooks. Uh, really all, cute. Always need a new notebook. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, They're I use really them all cute. the time too. Love so it. it was so sweet, and I love that it's handmade. It's really fucking cute, and she's really uh, talented and did a great job. We're taking a, a two-minute break so I can grab the food. Hold on. Okay. Are you still recording? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hi. Hi, Brendan. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Were you guys talking about Gator? Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah. I know of him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a documentary on him. Did you know that? Oh, no. When is Where is that? Is it on Netflix? Uh, Did it come out? came out in like the 90s oh I, I feel like i vaguely know but there were so many skate documentaries right. <laughs> back in that period yeah. like but yeah i don't i don't know if i saw it i can't quite i kind of know his story and have known it for a long time but i don't know where i got my information from so right. maybe i saw it a long time ago yeah uh it's a good story do you it's, know the story yeah it's creepy and it's really creepy but it's like a lot of information yeah it's absolutely. like there's like it's, a real long history with those two and like uh it's crazy. It's, so yeah, I want to look into it. It's definitely a case worth covering. Oh yeah, again. totally. Although, uh, I believe the woman who directed the documentary directed uh, the short film about Shepard Ferry. It was like her first film, oh. but it was in the nineties before like Obey existed. When right. Andre the Giant was just a phenomenon. <laughs> yes. When Andre the Giant still had a posse. <laughs> oh As opposed my God. to being like a big billion dollar corporation. I. I like, uh, I think I know that woman. I can't think of her name right now. It's though. like Helen something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm just making that up. But. That's funny with documentary directors, though. They do kind of like start off and they have like a bunch of films sometimes when their first big one breaks or something. Yes. And they're like, oh, wait, they have like five more movies right. like that I've never heard of. Right. Now all they can do is like get into 
Sorry, we had an interruption. Um, keep talking. Keep talking. What yes. are we talking about? Are you using this? <laughs> you using this trash? How, how long are uh, mini episodes? Like thirty minutes to. Is it okay? How do really? you guys? How do you guys wrap up? Do you have like a catchphrase? Do you go Wait, whoops? Whoop did What? We didn't say what did you eat. That's no, that's our wrap up. That's it. All right. How? What'd you eat this week? What? What'd you eat? What'd you eat? I have like a lot of food. I had like sandwiches. I went it's to the cheese store like ten times. Sand. Wait, what? You, you had ten grilled cheeses? No, I went to the cheese store like ten times. Oh yeah, which one? Milk Farm. Okay, it's I don't Eagle know. Rock. It's really good. You so, guys have to go. if you ever want to stalk Desi, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and reenact one of the episodes, Seriously. you just meet her at Milk Farm. That's true. In Eagle Rock. Don't, don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we should edit this episode. Yeah. I don't want to talk about what kind of loser food I've been eating. No, okay. You better tell the audience what you ate this week. I don't even remember what we ate this week. I ate potato chips with cottage cheese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see? You just, I just opened myself That's up to like, ridicule. Uh, I mean, honestly, I could see myself eating it. <laughs> oh, I got into uh, White Claws. Uh, I'm into getting white girl I wasted saw now. That. I'm into white claws That's now. That's so trashy. It's a thing. But I have to um, disparage them as I drink them to protect my masculinity. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I only it's a fragile thing. Yeah, yeah. I only <laughs> drink them ironically. I don't actually enjoy them. I just want you to know that. You okay. I like brose. I like brose. I coined that phrase. <laughs> TM. That's a trademark. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Uh, okay. Bye.